Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of podcast with me, Russell Davis. Expectations are toxic. We live in a life full of expectations without being aware of it. We have expectations on us. We have expectations of others. We have expectations of ourselves. But they're toxic. In this episode, we're unpacking why I think they're toxic and what you can do to let go of those, to be free from expectations and to live a life with more peace and harmony. Expectations are just thinking in a way. They're a type of thought. It's a type of future thinking. I want to spend some time unpacking that and exploring how we often bring expectations and that kind of thinking into our lives and how it can impact us and how often we don't see the subtle difference um, between expectations and other things that can help us be more be more accepting and be more in the moment. So expectations are all future thinking. I'll give you an example. Someone told me this story that they'd met someone uh, who had um, effectively fallen in love with uh, their wife 14 years before they actually got together. They'd been friends for a long, long time and he'd been admiring her and actually falling in love with her from from a, from a distance and never really believed or, or thought that she would have any affection back and this went on yeah, for 14 years um, and finally when they did kind of get together there was a moment where they got together and she, she invited him um, back to her place and they were talking and she said we'd like to stay over and he said no because I don't think it could ever live up to how I've imagined it over the last 14 years. And it's interesting how in our expectations we do build up a, a picture or, or a movie or uh, an, uh, a future <clears throat> story about how something's going to be. And it is like a story we play out in our mind and we forget actually it's not real. and And especially if it plays out often, it does become what we expect things, how things should be. I think for me, some of the stories that come out from from even childhood, some of my childhood stories, can lay down some expectations about how life should be. The Disney fairy tale story, um, the princess meets Prince Charming and, and they have children and they all live happily ever after. And sometimes society and life puts on expectations of how life should be and then we worry that if life's not like that we're not going to be fully content or, or happy. The things about expectations, they, they, they appear in all areas of our lives, in relationships particularly and I'm going to come on, on to that. They do lead to, often lead to disillusionment uh, or disappointment and actually prevent us from really having appreciation. So when expectations are in, are in, uh, are in place within a, in a circumstance or air of our life, 
if they're met, then we don't really feel anything. We're kind of neutral about it because, well, we expected that thing to happen. If they're exceeded, we might have a, a good feeling. But if they're not met, that often leads to a bad feeling, maybe disillusionment or, or disappointment or frustration. So expectations prevent us from having appreciation of good feelings because they filter out those experiences. And imagine a couple get together. And maybe the husband gets up every morning to make a cup of tea and they enjoy a cup of tea in bed every single morning. And the wife really appreciates this. Especially the cold, dark mornings he gets up and brings the cup of tea back. There's a sense of appreciation and gratitude for that. But after a while, if it becomes an expectation, she'll lose that appreciation and gratitude. Because it's just expected, it's just what happens. And of course, if it doesn't happen once there's an expectation in place, that maybe leads to disappointment or, or frustration or whatever feelings can come in from that expectation not being met. I want to just touch on the differences between expectations and standards. For example, some people may say, well, I have an expectation for my employees to work at a certain standard or be at a certain standard. Well, that's a standard. If you have a standard of quality you expect or performance, if we focus on the expectation of that, again, that can lead to to sense of negative feelings. I'll give you a great example of this this, this recording. I, I said that I'd get it out to you uh, as early as I can over the weekend. And when I woke up this morning, and I realized I hadn't done it yet. I had all sorts of negative feelings flying through me. What people would think of me and frustration by myself. But if I have a standard to, to be a man of my word, I can put things in place to make sure I do that. And one is maybe not to overcommit. And I did originally in this program agree to get these recordings out on a Monday and I'm going to be doing that being the last call I wanted to try and make sure you got the recordings as early as possible but I knew this weekend I had a very very intense workshop I was I was involved in and it just the reality was it just wasn't space for me to to do this recording in a way I wanted to allow me to have space to do it. I didn't want to compromise in the quality of what I, how I show up with you. So I have a, a standard of being a man of my word. So one thing I can be aware of is not to overcommit, but also if I do commit, maybe to put a reminder in my diary or, or some way of making sure I don't forget to do that thing, particularly in a busy weekend. So when I focused on the expectation, I expected to get this done, and you may, you may be expecting to, to receive it, that can easily get me into a tailspin of negative emotion. But if I take a step back and say, okay, now I have this standard, 
uh, what can I do to make sure I can I I continue to work and be that standard I want to be. That takes the negative emotion out of it. I can learn from it and accept, okay, this has happened, that's okay. What can I do to ensure I continue to be a man of my word? So it can be a subtle difference between expectations and standards. If a boss expects their employees to work in a certain way or achieve a certain way of being or certain targets that's setting some very clear standards so all the employees know what the standard is it's no longer an unspoken expectation there's a clear standard on what needs to happen to make sure they meet that standard So it's almost how expectations kind of pollute different situations. And we often see that in the workplace and in relationships. Back to the cup of tea situation. If there was an agreement between that couple, that's what the, the husband does every morning. There's a clear agreement. If it doesn't happen, the wife say, hey, <coughs> where's my cup of tea? And often in relationships, in work relationships, personal relationships, and also relationship with ourselves, we have unspoken agreements. Expectations are unspoken agreements. And the problem is, these unspoken agreements these expectations do pollute, pollute our relationships. Our relationships with others, whether personal or professional. With ourselves. And also with life. So if a boss expects certain targets or standards or behaviours and the staff are trying to, to line up to them and meet up to them Often they may feel that maybe that those standards or those expectations are unreasonable. Or maybe they feel they're under-resourced to, to achieve those things. That puts pressure and stress and, and negative experiences on, on those staff. And sometimes if you talk to a boss about expectations and standards, what you get back is, well, they knew I was expecting it. There's still not agreement. Still not agreement. You're putting something on to someone without actually them agreeing it. An example comes, I used to work in a, a, a large organisation and uh, maintaining aircraft and there are lots of different organisations where different departments, so someone might take a, a, a component of the aircraft that go to another department who who, who repair it or, or, or overhaul it and it comes back into the hangar to go back on the aircraft. Another department looked after all the spare parts and had to deliver the parts at the right time for the engineers to fit to the aircraft while it was in the hangar. And a lot of coordination between those departments was required. And so a lot of expectations rather than agreements. 
So part will go into the workshop and there will be expectation when it comes back. And there's no actually verbal agreement with the workshop manager that was actually possible and and it's a he'd do his best. There was no agreement, yes, it would be delivered by that date. And if you had a conversation with the workshop manager saying, look, we would like it back on, on Friday. Is that possible? Can we agree that you'll give it back to us on Friday? He may say, I can't commit to that. With the resources I have at the moment, we can try and do that, but I can't commit to that. I can commit to Tuesday, or if I had an extra resource, I can commit to Friday. And then we can have that conversation. Maybe divert a resource from one place to another to, to make that happen. But often those kind of clear conversations and having those agreements in a workplace don't happen because there's these expectations. He knew I was expecting it. If you have an expectation to deliver a piece of work by a certain date, that can put stress and, and dis disillusionment, there's lack of resources and not being listened to. It can put all sorts of feelings within on us. And what's interesting also, expectations put the responsibility onto the person. So if a boss has the expectations, their staff delivers, delivers a report by a certain date without having actually that conversation and agreement, it puts all the responsibility onto the other person. It's not a two-way agreement. It's not a jointly created agreement. It's a one-way flow. I had an expectation that getting married would make me happy. When it didn't really... This was all unconscious. I wasn't consciously aware of this. I wasn't still fulfilled or happy. I had an expectation that having a baby would make me happy. And I'm sure that was that expectation was contributing to our infertility. And the truth is, I wasn't happy even before I got married, so I was looking for something else to make me happy. Even though I had the successful job and a, a, a good career in front of me and all sorts of things. From the outside, I had everything you expect in this formula of life. That you expect life to go and everything you think you need to be happy. But that's the outside in approach to life. If I've got these things in place, I'll be happy. So then I thought, okay, something missing on the outside. Oh, marriage. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, the long-term partner. That I'll put that in place. Okay, there must be something else missing. But the truth is, I wasn't content with myself in my own skin. So every time I tried to plug a hole or think I needed something else to be okay on the outside, it wasn't really actually working because I wasn't content with myself on the inside because I was looking in the wrong place. I was seeking that contentment outside. I wasn't actually looking within. I wasn't actually looking within and seeing actually I am okay. I don't need these things. 
I may choose to have these things, but I don't need these things to be okay. So we have expectations in our relationships with other people. But also we have expectations in our relationship to ourselves. Which leads to disillusionment and frustration towards ourselves. Or even life. Expectations about how life is going to be and what life is going to give us. the universe, God, life is going to give us. We feel life is not going the way we expected. Again, that can lead to frustration or anger or disillusionment towards life in general, whatever life to us is. It's expectations take us away from the present moment and the reality of the situation. We let go of expectations. We let go of all the future thinking. We can come back to be present to what is. To accept reality and know whatever happens, we're going to be okay. Because you don't need these things on the outside to be okay. To know that we're designed to live in reality and we can create from the what is. Whatever the situation is now, we can create from that. And trust that that's okay. Trust that me giving, setting out this recording on a Monday instead of over the weekend, it's just okay. And it would have been a different recording if I did it on Saturday or Sunday than, than it was today. And maybe it just needed to be how it was today. So how are expectations serving you in your life? How would you be if you could let go of expectations? And just be. If you could walk through your front door, I've had no expectations of how the place is going to be. If you've been, say, you've been away for a few days and your partner's been home alone. You walk through the front door of life and just have no expectations of how it's going to be.
perhaps you can see some places in your life where there are expectations between others or expectations being put on you and perhaps it's time to turn those into agreements and perhaps there are some expectations you've had about life from even from childhood How would it be just to show up and be in each moment without any expectation? And I encourage you just to explore that, play with that. Play with that. walk into the office without any expectation on how that day is going to be and just be playful with that idea because if you consider the question how are expectations working for you I would imagine they're not working that well so you've got nothing to lose as far as I can see it's just playing letting go of those things and don't make it something you have to do or something you should do it's something you can play with there's things you have to do there's things you can try and things you can play with be playful about it So in summary, <coughs> expectations are all future thinking. They create a filter we see life through. And when they're exceeded, they do lead to a good feeling. But actually when they're just met, there's no feeling. And when they're not met, it can lead to a bad feeling, disillusionment and frustration. So expectations filter out a lot of opportunities to feel love, joy, peace, happiness, gratitude. So just play with the concept of letting go of that filter that you see life through. And just being present to what is in that moment knowing whatever happens you'll be okay your well-being is not dependent on anything on the outside it's within you it's within you so thank you for listening thank you for being with me in this time and just enjoy exploring this new way of being forward to speaking soon. Take care.